Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a serial entrepreneur. She is a woman of many talents and skills, and I love that she's also a mompreneur. So I want to introduce everyone to Gabriella Ribeiro. Hey, Gabriella. How are you? Thanks for chatting today. Good. How are you? Doing well, you know, the life of life of an entrepreneur is never never the same day twice. So we're doing the best we can for today and making it happen. Right? You know, that's such a good point because the reality of it is is that a lot of people think they have so many misconceptions about being an entrepreneur. And I know that you're gonna kill some of those. So can you introduce yourself to listeners and tell them who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I run a, a few different businesses. Most of them revolve around the world of travel. So, um, you know, I do uh, sales marketing for tourism related clients, uh, a little bit of PR. I also plan very, very crazy travel experiences for people that, that I call globally curious that really want to get completely out of their comfort zone. So, um, which, which definitely fits with my personality. And um, I have a community called Mogul Mom, which supports and motivates um, moms, uh, well, women, not just moms, mostly moms, that either want to start their own business um, or they're already in that mode and rocking it and want to sort of elevate themselves. I'm a single mom recently divorced. So that's been a, a, you know, a little bit of a life shift as well. So you know, navigating through those changes and just really love to, you know, explore. I'm a frequent tra traveler lots of times with my daughter. Um, you know, she's been to 32 countries and I really believe that that's, that's the way we're going to save the future is by exposing kids to, <laughs> to different parts of the world um, to foster an understanding. And yeah, I just, I really love what I do because like I said, it's never ever the same day twice. And I think when you know yourself and how you work best, me being, I need variety, you know, entrepreneurial lifestyle kind of works for me in that way because it mixes things up. It never gets boring. I hear you mention a few things that I want to piggyback on. For one, you talked about divorce, and that's something that I talk about a lot on my show because I am divorced. And it's something that many of us try to avoid, but there's so many aspects of it that we, we often are not prepared for, but we also afterwards feel doomed. You know, there's a lot of discouragement behind working, even the possibility of running a business, not to mention doing it as a single mom. So can you tell listeners, like, what gave you the strength to pursue your goals and your dreams despite your circumstances? I think it's, it's just coming to the realization that you have to lead an authentic life in every way, you know, and I think that we all know that, but it's, it's really hard when logistics get in the way, right? Like, okay, we have two people paying a mortgage. We have, you know, there's someone else around to help, you know, cook dinner and like heavy lifting and stuff, you know, like your life is just sort of sometimes, not all marriages, obviously, but some just sort of get into a little bit of a rut and, but you just start to feel, well, I guess this is just the way it goes you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I just believe that you come together with some clarity. I think it's also like being a little bit older, you know, every time that you yes. get a year older, you realize, you know, that yeah, no, this, yeah. Yeah, like this is not where it's supposed to leave off. Like you're supposed to have more than what you feel like you got, um, you know, and then it just takes the, the strength to change it. But I, I fully believe, I mean, the question that you asked is interesting. I think most people don't leave because of financial instability. Yep. yep. Or they shame. stay for the kids. 
yes, they stay for the kids or they think they're not going to be able to make it, you know, so let's just do it. And I mean, look, everybody's different. You can't, you know, you never know. But um, I think that that's a lot of reason why people wind up living in, in marriages that make them feel less than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you hit it because, you know, I know many times like when I left my job or when I got divorced, I went back to a job. You know, I had an entrepreneur spirit, but thought that I couldn't do it on my own. I started off with MLM and, and it just became overwhelming between the marketing and all these different things. But the reality is, is that I really try to teach people that when you have a village or you, you, you surround yourself with like-minded people that you can do it. And not to mention as an entrepreneur, you actually have way more flexibility than you do working at a job because the financial aspect is what it allows that fear to doom that you can't do it. Right. And you have it, you can control your own destiny as far as income when you're an entrepreneur, you know, like it, it's great to have that fixed salary. I get mm-hmm. it, you know, especially mm-hmm. in terms of, of ability, but you know, your, your growth potential becomes really limitless yes. when you're kind of doing it for your own. So, you know, I mean, it's everybody's circumstances are different, you know, but for me, yeah, even though I have to travel a lot and stuff, just the balance of working from home and actually getting to be mom most of the time while mm-hmm. I'm building stuff, you know, on my terms has really, I, I probably, you know, I, if I didn't have that kind of pillar, you know, I, I might not have changed my circumstances. And that's absolutely true. And I have a question because you do something that nobody else does that's been on my show and that's, you have surrounded your business around travel and it's a goal of mine and many women who our circumstances have uh, prevented us from doing it, at least mentally. You know, we feel like, oh, well, I can't afford it and I definitely can't go. I have three kids and I'm just the idea of traveling. I think I went to Texas one time with my three kids when one of them was younger and I said, never again. But you, <laughs> you I know have, that's why it's okay. <laughs> man, let me tell you, they had just started charging for car seats and strollers and I was like, this is just, and then the idea of trying to remember everything and then they lost the car seat one time and I got to the airport and couldn't get to where I was going because they had no car seat. I mean, those things, you oh, know, they, I know. They, they, I know. they get in your head and then you, you never do it. And then you have a dream deferred. And um, I want you to tell listeners, you know, you have, you talked about how much you love travel, which tells me you love what you do. And there's nothing more than having peace in your heart when you wake up and you want to work. Can you tell listeners what prompted you to create a business around travel? Um, you know, it was, I was, I cheated a little bit because I grew up in it. <laughs> so I, it was kind of via a long way around, but my dad, um, had his own business. And so I, I kind of like learned from the ground up that like, if you want to make some money, you know what I mean? Then you have to do your own thing. So that, that's kind of how I grew up, even though he worked that's late awesome. nights. And I saw like the big picture. So I never meant to do, I just always loved to travel. I had the bug, but I went to college. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, so many different mm-hmm. things I didn't that was related to this and like most things you know you come out of college and you have no idea what to do nobody will hire you so my dad was like you have a job at a travel company he's like why don't you just take this while you pursue your dream of tv news you know like <laughs> wink wink you know and <laughs> and I took it and you know like it wound up being the best thing ever because I mean I, I wound up you know, two things happened I knew that I was not for a corporate job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was a huge lesson to learn you know, yep. and, I, and it gave me a basis and contacts by which I could start my own business. So, you know, it was boot camp definitely. And I learned a lot. I definitely took it all the opportunity, but you know, I, I always knew what I loved to do. And when, when I, when I figured it out that it wasn't that hard and the worst thing that could happen is if it doesn't work out, I could, you know, go back. 
mm-hmm. or I could mm-hmm. figure out something else, or I could yep. just maybe, you know, pull my savings and travel for a little bit and get my head together. I wasn't really worried. And I, I had no actual responsibilities at that time. I had rent, but that, <laughs> but, but that was about it. Yeah. No, no kids. No, you know, and that was the right time to do it for me, you know, cause I was like, okay, if, if it doesn't work can figure it out. Okay. I mean, that's absolutely, it, you know, that's true because a lot of people think that, you know, in growing a business, they have this instant gratification need. You know, they think that, oh, you create a website, you get incorporated and bam, you have a business and they don't realize it takes time to grow. Uh, and yeah. then they, because it doesn't happen when they want to, they want to give up and go back to corporate. But I also teach people that even in business, there's other things you can do outside of your niche to make money in the process of building your business without going to a salary job that's going to take your time away from your business because you can never get that back, you know? And so I like that you say that, you know, in taking the risk, don't feel like it's the end of the world because you always can go back to getting a job. You know, you can always do that, but at least if you try and you learn, there is, you know, you have a contingency plan. Exactly. And it's actually okay for some things not to work out. I think a lot of us, like you said, get a Mm -hmm. failure and fear. Like that stuff teaches you stuff that you never forget. And also that you never do again. Yep. You know, it's like if you tell someone a secret and they they spill it, you know, you're like, okay, well that's sort of down to me, you know, and I'm not going to tell them anything anymore. You know what I mean? And I'll move on. You learn. And you you sort of grow. Yeah. You learn, you, you accept your responsibility in it and you figure out, okay, what, what can I do better the next time? You know, or, you know, exactly what you said, like, this isn't for me you know, and then you can move on. Okay. And so that leads me to my next question. So, you know, in doing business or starting business for me, I started a business thinking that I was going to be a life coach and that was it. Because when you're starting a business, you know, as a therapist, you don't really know what your options are, but I'm not really even just a life coach anymore. So that leads me to my question of how you came to own three businesses. Well, they, they sort of, one, two are, are very connected you know, so they were sort of natural fits. Like, you know, when I was having my marketing company and I'm working with places and I'm traveling the world, I said, well, I've gathered all this Intel just personally, like fun, mm-hmm. right? all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, what am I going to do with it? Why am I always passing along? Every time someone asks me to plan a trip, I pass it along to someone else. They make money, you know, and it's exactly. like, why, why am I doing that? You know, like <laughs> I really can figure this out. So it's like, I think it's more like noticing gaps, you yep. know, with, within what you do and saying, okay, is there, is there like a void here? I could fill myself instead of continuing to refer somebody to it. it. Like, yep. yeah, like exactly. Like if it's something you can do and it can be profitable. So that's how that happened. And then mogul mom came about just, I, I became friends with the previous owner and she was wonderful, but it really wasn't her, her passion anymore, you know? And she was kind of like looking to, to let it go. And I was sort of looking to, you know, I've always felt like I, I help people along the way when they, cause I'm the biggest entrepreneurial champion you'll ever find, you know? And I'm like, I'm always trying to rally people. And here it is a, a whole audience of people that I can uh-huh. help. You know what I mean? Yep. It's more of like a karma project than anything. It's, you know, it's not like a, it's not a, not, I don't make a living with it, but I certainly, my heart, yeah. Yeah, my heart gets full because, you know, I am able to kind of see people grow and help motivate them and be a little bit of a factor in somebody else's success. I love it because the thing about it is that, you know, we, you talked about gaps and you talked about problems, but you also talked about monetizing something that you know how to do. And that is so interesting. And I tell people all the time that it is okay to not know what your niche is off rip, not knowing what exactly you're going to do, but being able to sit down and monetize what your skills are, because 
as I started as a life coach and then I started the podcast, then recently last week I launched public relations because the connections that you build are what propel everybody forward and everybody needs that. And the relationship building is hard. But once you have those connections, you can do anything. And it's so funny that you say that because a lot of people think that they have to narrow down and they have to do this. But no, you just literally created a new business doing what you love to do. And it doesn't limit you to only doing that one thing. No. And you look at your, exactly what you said. You look at your resources, like you, you built up contacts. You've done all the work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yep. only- Certainly, if you're passionate about what you're talking about, which it sounds like you're passionate about like pretty much everything that's important to you. (laughs) So I think like, you know, PR is exactly, that's a great example that becomes a very natural fit if you have the kind of personality, you know, which you do to be able to just talk to anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's yeah, realizing your resource. Some people don't ever want to be on the phone. Some people never want to have human contact. Mm -hmm. That's great because there's probably a million things they could do. don't want to do so I think it's like yeah like harnessing your strengths to and owning who you are you know what are you really good at and what do you love and and also what don't you like to do you know and and drop that that goes back to you talking about authenticity and I think that as an entrepreneur I think that there's so much personal development in it because it forces you to really identify who you are and what you are good at you know and I think a lot of people struggle with that And I'm listening to you talk about your skills and how you even grew up, like mentioning that you saw entrepreneurship growing up. And a lot of people have the fear because they never saw it. You know, they had no idea what it looked like and and think that it's impossible. And then they have these images that, you know, they may have images of long hours, but they may have images of corporations and they just don't know what it looks like to to start. What would be your um, advice to women and particularly single moms and getting started, what would you say to them? Okay. Um, a couple of different things. I think first, you know, no matter who your family is, even if you're like single mom like me and there's nobody else in the household or it's just your child, or if it's a partner, you have to have the buy-in from your family so that they understand why it is that you're going to be doing what you're doing. You know, they, they might get a little less of you. They might get a little less time or, you know, they have to be on board with the mission to understand you know, how best to support you, you know, because awesome. like roles are going to change, times are going to yep. change. And I think also a huge thing for me, and this goes back to what we were saying before, especially with, you know, divorce and being afraid to leave a, a miserable situation. You have to understand how to manage cash flow, and you mm-hmm. have to understand also like how to be somewhat financially independent if you not are, if you are not at that time. Awesome. Because those things are hypercritical because when you start a business, you know, I'm sure as well as I do, People don't pay on time. It doesn't work like a nice little W two salary check is in the you know like in the mail like clockwork or at your desk like it's or in yeah go, goes back to like God when I was working in office the check is in the desk but um you know I think that's that's what happens is people think it's all like you know rainbows and stuff and then mm-hmm. you like you have a client that's like three months behind on an invoice just because they forgot you know mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're how am I going to eat you know <laughs> so exactly you have to. You have to know that stuff before. So I'd say those, those two things, um, and I hate making things about money, but unfortunately it is, it you is. have to know how to, you know, before, before you can, do, before you have the luxury of diving into your passion, you have to know how to, how you're going to live. You know? I love that yeah. because <laughs> your, your, your first point I think is paramount because you, when you don't have the support of your family, so many people dismiss their dreams because they don't have the support. And what I'm going to say to what you said is, if you don't have the support from your your nuclear family, 
find a village because for me it was yeah. a thing of people thinking that I was absolutely crazy like why would you leave <laughs> treatment center to become a life coach and what is a life coach and why are you doing this and people see it as instability and you know to your point about the invoices and things being late is that you really you have to have a buffer and you have to prepare and you have to know what's going out and what's coming in and you have to be open to doing other things like events or anything just to make sure that you are maintaining and at your level. But a lot of families and, and people really are not supportive initially of somebody's business until they show improved. And um, you're absolutely right with having the conversation with them to let them know what it looks like. Because for me, my family doesn't think I work. They just see me home, they come home and they just think that, you know, you just been at the computer playing, like you have a hobby. That's what you did today, yeah. <laughs> Just, you, you, you sent some emails, but it wasn't really like running a business. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my husband I, said to me one day. My husband literally said, "He said I don't know what you do all day," and I, <laughs> I lost it. I was like, "You would not be able to do it for one second, getting all the notifications and the emails." But realistically, right. you know, I don't want people to feel like if they don't have the support of their family that they can't do it, because you're gonna need to reach out to people like you, who specifically have services for people who are trying to do this like find a Gabriella find somebody that is doing it because the reality of it is is that you, you're gonna have naysayers and you cannot let it deter you from pursuing your dreams you just got to show them and I think it's motivation you know because you're trying to explain to them that this is what I want to do and I know I can do it and I can be limitless like you said you know I got tired of making a certain amount of hour and chasing degrees and certifications to feel like I could eventually land a job after committing to so many years to get to the top. And, you know, as yeah. an entrepreneur, you can call the shots and say, okay, this is what I accept for an hour. And this is what my time is worth. And this is what I want to do. And you can do that. You can. And I think that it's also like, you know, you have to, like you were saying, naysayers, it's, it's actually really good for you to start, you know, like for anybody, like, you know, looking at their business, you're going to have to also learn how to deal with naysayers who don't like your product or don't yeah. like your service. You know what I mean? And, and also it's like good thick skin building because there's, I was just on the phone with someone before just chatting with them. And it was like, you know, a, a very successful entrepreneur and just sort of like, you know, it's the same thing. Like you're, some people are going to love you and some people are just not for whatever reason, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's just part of business. So you have to really understand how to deal with that too when you're a little bit more public, you know? Absolutely. Because I just went through that with my first event and I was not prepared. I had one Ugh. person that was negative out of, and out of all of them, right? I know. <laughs> and, and everybody looked at me and said, why is this affecting you so much? And it's because mm -hmm. you initially want everybody to get a good experience, but if yeah. somebody's not ready to deal with something, you can't really force them to be ready. And I just was not prepared for that. And I had to take time to realize that we are public figures. We're out here and our brand is, is us. And, you know, we're exposing ourselves, which makes us more vulnerable. And so I love that you said skin building, because like I said, this is personal development, whether you want it or not, but you do have to be prepared and you have to have your mind right because it's coming. And it's something that I think is, is one of those things that we don't realize or we learn the hard way in, in business building. Because you don't, you don't think about it when you're trying to just do what you love and you're just building something. Um, no. But the minute that you expose yourself to that, you know, everybody has an opinion. They really do. And, and you know, they, they feel valid in it. So you've got to give them the validation and, you know, mm -hmm. and you just start 
a whole new level of how to smile through things. I'd say, you know, that the, the more you're running things on your own, it just comes with time, you know, but it's embracing that and being able to just to stand up for yourself too, you know, and saying, no, no, this is, this is who I am. This is what I do. And, you know, some people like it and some people won't. And I love that, that you said stand up for yourselves, because I think that what a lot of people don't realize is that your confidence has to be in a certain place in order for you to succeed and excel. You can't, you can't, you can't doubt yourself and succeed. You have no. to, you have matter. to believe in what you're doing. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. So I want to break down your individual businesses mm. so that you can educate listeners on what it is. So can you elaborate a little bit on the mobile mom? Yeah, well, we are, it's a community, it's now global. Um, so we have a, you know, kind of a networking space on Facebook and also a website and the resources in there are really to help women, not just moms, be able to up level their game. So that may mean up leveling to one woman may be, okay, I'm going to actually create my website and start my business or up leveling could be somebody who's making, you know, half a million a year with her craft business and wants to kick it up to 750 or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Or someone who's mm -hmm. making, you know, thousand dollars on tea cozies and wants to make thirty thousand dollars next year on tea exactly. or whatever the goal is yeah and so we've got lots of great ebooks and resources and power packets and also you know aligning people with you know like-minded people and giving them a space to really network without snark it's not one of those groups where like somebody will just go in every day and say post your instagram handle and nothing happens you know like oh my, gosh. oh my god meaningful stuff okay who's who's got this skill who can help who um, you know, and, and kind of, you know, embracing a, you know, building a little bit of a tribe of people that understand you, because I'm sure, you know, the moms that work versus the moms that don't, mm -hmm. it's a different level of understanding, you know, Absolutely. it's, it's sort of like, and I think sometimes when you become a mom and you work, you have, you know, you go to the playground or you go wherever or you go to activities and lots of the people that you interact with on a daily basis don't really relate to you anymore. Not at all. Yeah. And if you're working at home, you don't have a lot of social contact either. You know what I mean? Like in person. So I think your network becomes really small sometimes. Yes. When you're home. And so we want to give people a place where that, you know, whether it be online or maybe they meet up in person, but this is, this is what it is. You can, you know, interact here with people that will understand you. I love it because you tapped on everything that I am. I'm a military spouse. And so I'm an alien when it comes to working oh, because yeah. most of the women don't been work. Around a lot too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when I first got here, I didn't understand why none of the women worked. And then I didn't understand why they all homeschool. And now I'm like, Oh, I get it because you're moving around and you're doing all this, but I've been trying to teach the women that you can work and homeschool and be somebody because if you are, if, if part of you is dead, then you are not the best you because you're not using your skills or doing what you want to do. Like no matter what your skills are, you can monetize them and you can build a business whether it's an MLM or just join something and do something. And so you, you tapped on that and building this community that you've built because women need to be able to go somewhere where people get them. You know, everybody yeah. needs validation and that's part of self-concept and we have to have that. So I love that. And I was looking at it and I got excited because I want to click on each thing and join and subscribe. So I'm going back to do that. Um, because oh, we'd love to have you in. <laughs> we really love it. It's so important and I love what you're doing because the one way that I've healed through my divorce and through being a single mom and then turning into a military spouse is that I've had to dig deep and I've had to join communities and find other women that I can talk to because people from my past don't relate. You know, they're just like, they see me as moving on and everything's glory and great. And 
that's not the reality is that anything that we change in life and as we transition into different seasons, we need that support. So thank you for what you do. That's awesome. Oh, it's a pleasure. Okay. Tell us about true marketing. Sure. Well, it's, um, we do sales and marketing and sometimes PR for clients that are exclusively in the travel industry. So we sort of take the role of maybe the director of sales and marketing might have, you know, in a hotel, but you know, we are there effectively their presence here in the Americas. So we handle their advertising, marketing, sales, education, you know, calling on accounts, things like that, um, just for clients in the travel industry. So we work with hotels and tour operators and airlines. And we basically, um, if you know what a pharmaceutical rep does, they kind of go around to doctor's offices mm -hmm. and say, please try my product. Yep. <laughs> we do yep. that with our travel product. We work with meeting planners and travel agents and, you know, work hard to get them to use our properties um, as opposed to someone else's. So yeah, that's, it's a lot of fun. It keeps me on the road a lot. There's a lot of conferences I attend, a lot of meetings I have to have internationally. And um, yeah, it's, it's just super fun because again, like one of those, it, it's a limitless job. There's always some hotel or some company around the world that needs help in the USA because it's a market. So, you know, it's kind of one of those, like, you know, the leads never dry up, put it that way. And it's so absolutely it's, awesome. Yeah. I love it because yeah. you, it's something that will help people get out of their comfort zone too. Because that's something like you talk about having to travel and present and do things like that. And I think more people need to embrace those things because as long as we're staying in one place and limiting ourselves to one thing, then we're not really growing. No, and you have to keep challenging. Like I used to hate to speak in front of people. Now it's like all I do. I run like what, <laughs> like five webinars a week. I have to go in person and get up in front of people. And I'm just like, all right, they may be sleeping in the, in the audience. Like, I mean, you just have to get over it. You just, <laughs> you just got to roll. Like, and I think like I've, I've learned a lot. Like I've gained really thick skin because in the beginning I was like, I am not for this. I, I don't want to present. I'm like, just like, I'll talk to anybody. I'll pick up the phone. I'll, I'll call like Madonna's manager. You know, like, I don't care. You know, like, can we get a business for this villa that she needs? Like, I don't care. You just go ahead and do it. So you, know, you learn a lot. You know, yeah. it's so true. It's true. I'm laughing because that was me. I have social anxiety, and people don't think it. But when you're behind the screen, you can you can have it, and you you can enable it. Oh, yeah. But the minute that you have to go out, and you have to do that because you find a new you. When you finally get uncomfortable and challenge yourself, and you wake up to those challenges, and it keeps going, it's growth, and I love it. So. I, I love that. And you've just given me insight even on the travel business because it's something that I've always wanted to do is travel more. And I want to be able to support small businesses and utilizing other people doing that when I'm doing my thing instead of just going with the click of knowing, you know, uh, travelocity or something. Of a true connector. And that, that's that we, our circles need more people like you that understand the power of like a referral, you know? Yes, it's huge. It's huge. And that's survival. That's how small businesses yeah. exist. You know, hundred percent. You do a good job, and you never have anything to worry about. Somebody will always say something nice about you. You know, and, and, and it's free marketing. It. Customer service yeah. equals good word of mouth equals continued business. More people have to get that. They have to get that. You hit okay. it on the head. <laughs> All right, and then exploratory journeys. Tell us about that one. Sure. Well, that's the other side of the, the coin where, you know, when I was saying before, when I was planning everybody's travel all the time, you know, but never making any money, I decided to start like a little kind of boutique, little travel agency for lack of a better term, but it's kind of, it's a lot different than that. Um, but, uh, you know, a company, whereas I could, you know, legally <laughs> book people's trips. And um, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's been interesting because I decided to focus on like the unshoppable. 
experiences, things like that, things you can't really find anywhere else. I kind of dig deep and get them. Um, so I'm not the girl you call when you want to go on like a cruise or you want to just go to the beach for a few days. You know, I'm more like if you want to, you know, do some extreme hiking or, you know, have dinner on, you know, at the top of a fjord or a glacier, like, you know, like or going up in a hot air balloon and do a proposal, like things like that. Awesome. Um, you know, yeah. The kind of out of the box experience that I enjoy and that I've always been lucky to have just because, you know, I kind of grew up in the, in the you know, back scenes of, of the travel industry. My dad always had a friend who would do us a favor here and there. And um, I just caught the bug early. So I just want people to, you know, I mean, I don't know everything. I just, I know what I know. And I just kind of show them, you know, my experience and this is what happened to me. So I'm happy to share it with you kind of thing. So that's kind of how I build my, my trips. I love this because I've had so many things that I've wanted to do, but when you don't know something, it prevents you from finding somebody who does. You don't know where to start. And I love the fact that you talked about those things that people don't know. You're talking about things that people don't know how to do and um, a hot air balloon proposal. Because I'll tell you my bucket list. As a military spouse, mm -hmm. the way that I cope is by creating adventures based on our location. So right now we're in Alabama and I looked in to see what museums, what aquariums, what, you know, what's around here so that I could yeah. create something to keep me excited about being stuck somewhere where I know it, nobody. And so we went <laughs> to Memphis and I wanted to go down. I had to figure out, you know, what should I see in Memphis while I'm here? So, you know, I had to create like, uh, which restaurant should I visit? Which, what, what, um, historic things are here. So I yeah. totally can relate to what you're doing because even for the next, where our next move is overseas to Hawaii. And I have no idea how to do this, where to start. And so there's actually a lot of people who your business could um, pertain to because there's so many trips. I know somebody that just got married in Colorado because there's a photographer that shoots on the top of a mountain for wedding pictures and, and global pictures. And in making arrangements in the middle of nowhere, like you said, I totally get it now. And I never knew who they contacted to do these things. I'm like, how in the world do you find <laughs> a like in Colorado where you're standing there and you're about to tip over, but you got good shots? And that would be you. Yeah, you know, you never know. There's a niche for everything and there's a specialist really for every niche, I always say too. And like, you know, they're just it's seeking them out. But you could be, you know, just like a specialist in one particular area, which some people really love to do. And people will find you, you know, as long as you're smart about being searchable, you know, and you've got all your ducks in a row, it's okay to niche down. I love that. Because there's a need for that. You can't be everything said, to everybody all the time. And you said be searchable. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of us forget that websites and it's like, well, you got to get traffic, you know, like <laughs> Having a website is the all end all. You gotta, you gotta help people find you on that. You know, like so absolutely. You can't forget. Yeah. So, can you tell listeners how to find you? Uh, sure. Well, I mean, the easiest way and most personal way is at themogulmom.com, and then there's a link. You know, it's just Gabriella at themogulmom.com. You know, if you want to check out our every, everything, basically is you know, I mean, our networking group or this and that, pretty much free to to join and access. Um, and then it's, uh, exploratorjourneys.com for some cool ideas about travel that you might've never thought about. So you can visit there and, um, have a look and see if anything inspires you. Any last words for listeners, anything that you would like women or mogul moms to know? 
you know what, just do it. Stop hesitating. You go around once and the longer you wait, it's <laughs> the worse it's going to be. You know? So you just like it, or it's like exercise. You know, if you don't just, you don't need to start running on Monday. You need to start running today and you start walking today. <laughs> <laughs> whatever day it is i don't care if it's thursday at 5 p.m okay like that's that's when it starts you know like it starts when you say it does and that's i think you know what holds us back is that calendar and i'll, I'll be ready when you should just be ready now and just make it, it happen yeah <laughs> I, I love it absolutely true um and i'm guilty you've called me out on just about everything so um I love it. Happens. It, it, happens. Well, it happens. Consider this a reminder. That's all. <laughs> right. It happens like, to all of us. Monday. I'll start January first. I'll start on my birthday. Mm -hmm. You know, but absolutely. oh, we all do it. It's we like jumping it. into a jump rope. Yeah. You know, it's like you're constantly <laughs> waiting for the right time to jump in, and it's like you just gotta jump. Oh, yeah. You just gotta just do jump. It. If you trip, you do it again. That's it. Got it. Well, thank you so much for being here. It has been such a pleasure, and you've enlightened yeah. me because I didn't even think about these things, and. Um, you know, it, maybe I know who to call now. Maybe my kids will actually enjoy living a life instead of sitting here talking about it forever, just because I don't know how to start with the details. So um, <laughs> I'm excited. So thank you so much. Understood. All right, Fran, thanks for having me and I'll talk to you soon. All right, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in for another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Gabriella Ribeiro. You guys have a wonderful day and stay powerful.